Thank you, Caro. It's really great to have you all here from different parts of the Rotary Network. I'm in Perth, Western Australia, but the picture behind me is of the place where I grew up, which is next to Bluff Knoll in the southern part of Western Australia. So just a, a little bit of landscape inspiration for this morning. So I'd like to start by just going through some of the goals that I'd like to communicate today. So like all social networks, it's important to you know, have, have a strong purpose when, when we join something like LinkedIn. And the first step is to build a personal profile. And the personal profile that you build should be something that inspires trust and demonstrates your value. So a lot of people think of LinkedIn as something that is just simply for job networking. But particularly because a lot of Rotarians are retired, it gives you a really great opportunity to tell your life story, tell your professional experience, to show people that if you were connecting with younger professionals, that you have a great wisdom and value to offer them, which is one of the really great aspects of the intergenerational nature of Rotary. Also for a young person, if you feel like you don't have a lot of experience yet, really making the effort to articulate what you have done, which may include your volunteer experience, is a really great way of showing you know, potential mentors or, you know, other people that can help you to grow professionally and personally, what you have to offer and, you know, what you're willing to learn. So that's the first step that we'll go through. It's important to start by establishing a genuine network. And then once you've done those two things, you can start to connect with people that you uh, haven't actually met in person so that one very important aspect is using LinkedIn to connect with the Rotary program alumni and if they if you're reaching out to people who are strangers to Rotary who are not familiar with us it's always important to think about how we're going to help them before we start to ask them favours such as you know perhaps joining our volunteer efforts so it's about having the right mindset of what you can offer a person and hopefully that would then, you know, come back to, to help Rotary as well. There's certain ways that you can reach out to new people and the really important part about LinkedIn is that because it is a professional network and people share a lot of information about their personal interests in a professional capacity and their different aspects of their experience. It's a really great place to discover experts that are relevant to your service projects. One of the aspects of LinkedIn, like many social networks, is that they show the interests that people have, aside from their main professional role, their interest in NFP roles and volunteer activity. As I mentioned before, it's, it's a really great way to find Rotary Program alumni because a lot of Rotary exchange students or Rotaractors or 
Rotary Youth Leadership Award alumni are really proud of that aspect of their experience and it's something that they want to put on their resume. So they're naturally going to put it on their LinkedIn profile. So this is just showing an individual who has, in their education listing, has put that they were on Rotary Youth Exchange. So, um, so that's a really fantastic way to find that person who's now living in Perth. And we can reach out to her and ask her if she's still in touch with her Rotary Club and you know, make some connections there. There's also a section in the search of LinkedIn that shows people who are interested in skilled volunteering and board service. A lot of people might have that interest but not, might not actually know how to make it happen. So if you can see that someone's interested in that, you can reach out to them and say, have you thought about Rotary as a way of fulfilling this goal? So LinkedIn is quite different to other social networks like Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat. So it has a different audience. So it's really important to think about, you know, who, who you're speaking to. It has, you know, its own voice, which you can, by joining and being active in the network, you can... By joining and being active in the network, you can start to see how other people communicate and listen to the types of information that they're sharing, and that can give you a sense of, you know, how to interact. It's important that you see it not just as, you know, a static resume. There is a lot of, you know, news information that you can find on LinkedIn about things that are happening in the business world, as well as, you know more political information so it's a great source of information but it's also a place where people share their opinions they discuss they ask questions they think they connect and they listen and it's really important like any social network not to just treat it as a megaphone style of interaction it's not just about what you post and what you share it's really important to listen to other people to comment on what they're saying and to respond to the information that you find. So going back to that idea of, of building your credibility, when you start to build your personal profile, the first thing that you would start with is a good quality photograph because it's important to show who you are and it gives it a more of a, a human touch. Next, it's important to use the headline. So the headline is something that you can use your job title or you can use a general description of your, your, your function. And what I always do is I put the word Rotarian in my headline or Rotaractor. So that just gives people who come across my profile and at a glance, indication that I'm involved in Rotary. You also need to put a detailed description of your work experience and your educational experience. So if you've been to tertiary education, you would include that or otherwise your high school. And it's important to put that information in as you would in, in a normal CV. 
But you can also be a bit more creative in your descriptions and try to put your personal voice into it. You know, talk about your your values as a professional, you know, what makes, you know, the roles that you've you've had interesting. And uh, if you are retired, you have the choice to either, you know, put that as your your final position or you can put your most recent rotary role as, as your current employment and to, you know, to make sure that people can see what you're doing now. For people that are still in employment, I would normally recommend to put your volunteer details in the volunteer section, which is a new section, a different section that you can add. And there you can put that you're, that you're a member of your club. It is possible to, for a club to create its own LinkedIn organisational presence, similar to how you have a Facebook page, which is different to your Facebook profile. You can have an organisational page in LinkedIn, but only if you have a your own unique URL. So if your club has got a a website that has its own URL and email addresses that have its own URL, you can you can create an organisational profile. But if your club doesn't have that, you can link yourself to Rotary International as the organisation and use the job title description to make it clear which club you're a member of, which is what I've done on my profile and just included a description of my club and the contact details there. So once you've built up that picture of your professional experience and who you are, you can start to connect with people that you know. So you can start by reaching out to your own Rotary Club members, people that you work with now, clients, suppliers, people that you've worked in in the past. And uh, depending on how well you know the person, it might just be a, hi, how are you going? It would be nice to connect here message or it might be that you have something specific that you want to share with them so it's important to tailor the message that you would share with them according to your relationship and how you would interact with that person you can also start to share information on your profile so photographs or articles or short posts or links to other information and that should be tailored to your own interests and your professional field because that, that's all part of building your credibility. Then we can start to think about what other types of people that we'd like to connect with and use the search in LinkedIn to find them. So any time that we would think about connecting with a stranger, it's, it's always important to read their profile very carefully so that we discover their interests and their goals, which is all about thinking about how, how can we help them first before we go through to the next stage and think about what value you can offer them. It's really important that it's a personal message to them so that they know that you're genuine. And... The most important thing is that LinkedIn does have a default message, which you might have received yourself in the past, 
but it's really important never ever to use that default message because that tells the person receiving it that you didn't take the time to write them a personal message that you haven't really thought about why you'd like to connect with them and it's very unlikely that someone would connect with you if they if they just receive a, a default connection message because they it, it's it's out of the blue you know you wouldn't walk up to a room in networking and just say hey let's connect you know without having a conversation first on the mobile application it can be difficult to find how to send a personalized message but what happens is that up the top of your mobile app you'll find the three little dots which when you open it up will come up with this option to personalize the invite so if you click on personalize invite this is in in the mobile application on your smartphone then that will give you the option to to put in a note so some of the things that I might say in that note, if it was a person that I hadn't connected with before, might be, you know, I noticed that you are interested in volunteering with a not-for-profit. I'm from a local organisation called Rotary. Would you be interested to, to have a chat? It's got to be tailored to the person. So these are a few examples of searches that I've done within the Perth area. And you can narrow it down the geographic area a little more. This is just looking at Perth. So this is looking for Rotaract as a keyword. And so immediately it's come up with the current Rotaract representative and then someone who's in the Rotaract Club of Perth, and then someone who's a past member of Rotaract. So this is someone who, once I've read their profile in full, if they have left Rotaract but not joined Rotary yet, it might be a great time to send them a message to say, hey, you know, how are you going? Can I help you get in touch? You know, what's life happening for you now? you know, offer them help, you know, I can see that you're looking for a new role, you know, it, it all depends on, on what the person needs. And the way that LinkedIn organises its search is that it will show the person that has the closest connection to you first. Up here, I've actually narrowed it down to my second and third connections because I didn't want to look for the people that I was already connected to. I wanted to see people that I'm not connected with yet. And if I start to connect with these people, then I'll see more connections. So the more people you connect with on LinkedIn, the more people will, relevant people will appear in your search. So that's how you, you build the network. You can also use LinkedIn to search for people that have diverse vocations in your area. So I did a search for Applecross, which is a suburb not far from me. It's a relatively affluent area, mostly residential, but there is some business as well. And I found a dentist, a real estate agent and a pharmacist. So if you found that those professions were not um, represented in your Rotary Club, 
it might be, you know, a good idea to reach out to those people. And often young professionals who are in in a role where they need to have strong connections with their community will have a strong motivation to get involved in something like Rotary because it's a way for them to build up their networks. And, you know, the side benefit of that is that it might bring them clientele, but also that they would hopefully have, you know, a strong motivation for community service as well. And you can tell that by, for example, looking at whether or not they've ticked the box to say I'm interested in skilled volunteering or an NFP role. So I also did a search in Malaga, which is an industrial area to the north of Perth, and found a very different group of people. So the first person, you know, it's it's fairly clear what sort of business that, that he's in, air conditioning. When I clicked on Gary's profile to look at what sort of fields he was interested in, he has a lot of experience in mining recruitment, specifically for Indigenous people. So he would be a great person to invite as a guest speaker because you could ask him to share his experience of working with Indigenous people. And because he says that he's looking for new opportunities, it might also he might also be interested in building his network in case that might lead to future employment. So there's lots of suggestions for, you know, the sorts of things that he might be interested in. The third person, Lucy, when I clicked on her profile, is, you know, at first glance, you know, national marketing manager, you would think that she was a lot more corporate, but she's actually the national marketing manager for Heritage Water Tanks. And she's done a water sanitation projects in Ethiopia. So I think she'd be, you know, a perfect hands-on sort of Rotarian person, you know, and you could immediately connect with her by letting her know about Rotary's interest in, in water sanitation. And the third person is in, actually has a business that looks after um, pet cremations. So, you know, it's, it's amazing the diverse sort of people that you can find on LinkedIn. And, and each person will have their own interests and their own reasons why they might be attracted to Rotary. If you're looking for a guest speaker on a specific topic, again, it's a fantastic place to find experts. So I just did a quick search on malaria, which is a, a subject that a lot of Rotarians are, are dealing with, and you know, found you know someone who's a senior program manager at Save the Children International and also a molecular biologist. So either of those people would have great expertise to help out. Again, water and sanitation, if you were wanting to do a project that was a bit technical and you needed some advice, you know, you could have a look at, okay, well, who, who in the community has this expertise that might be willing to do a little pro bono work? And you can also do a more general search, but narrow it down to people who are interested in pro bono consulting, volunteering, joining a non-profit board. So that will immediately you know, bring up a, a list of people that are relatively well, you know, connected to you. You know, this person, you know, I've got 55 connections in common. So it's likely that if I reached out to her that she would see me as someone that she can trust and, you know, make a suggestion that they might be interested in, in getting involved in Rotary. 
And it's also a really important tool for looking for connections to help us to serve our community better. So say, for example, that your club decided that you wanted to do a project tackling domestic violence, but you knew that your club didn't have the expertise internally to approach what is quite a sensitive topic, then you can do a search for domestic violence and it's come up with people who are consultants, people who work in the government, and it also might help you to find people who are working on the front line, so people who would be working in, for example, a, a shelter, so that you can reach out to them and offer and learn, but also offer help, find out where the need is, you know, what, what and, and that can all help you to design your projects better by actually consulting with people who have expertise in the field. In LinkedIn, you can also join groups. There's a, a whole stack of groups that are got information about nonprofit management, which is a great way to learn from other organisations. So you can join some of these groups and ask questions, share ideas, make suggestions, and also by sharing what you're doing with other nonprofits, it helps people to see the value of Rotary and to perhaps join us in partnership. So that's a really great tool as well. And that process, once you, uh, you know, as your network grows, it's important to keep communicating with people both directly, you know, by phoning or emailing or getting them along to meetings, you know, all that sort of thing, but also indirectly by posting and writing and commenting and sharing so that your profile is never static. You know, I'd probably post something every couple of days, stuff that's relevant to my work, but also Rotary-related stuff. You can write a little bit longer articles. So these are kind of 200-word articles that I wrote um, that are sitting on my profile, you know, and that had various different views. These are shorter posts where I'm sharing something that someone else has written but adding my own commentary. So sharing the recent Rotary International Statement on Racism. This is a, a post that was relevant to my work, but it also happened to be something that was linked with Rotary. So I shared that news, but also gave the context of, of why it's important for Rotary. So just to summarise, the first step, when you join LinkedIn is to demonstrate that you're someone who's worth knowing and everyone has their own experience and their own value that they can communicate. So really put the effort into making sure that you have a strong profile, that all of the sections that you can fill out are filled out, that you talk about your, your values and what's important to you and, you know, use that to give a picture of the person that you are. Use the search function to find people who can help, but also think about how you can help them. Make sure that you're delivering value. Use personalised messages to connect, so never use the default. Always write something that's relevant to them. Share, learn, engage, get involved. And also I invite you to join the Rotarians on Social Networks Fellowship. 
we have a group on Facebook and a group on LinkedIn. So you are very welcome to join us and have chats and learn more, ask more questions. So now I'll hand back to Kero, uh, who's going to start with some questions. And I think we're also going to do a few live demos for you. We've just had a question from, from Bonnie asking that we show a club rotary page. So I've searched for rotary and instead of people, I want to search for companies because they call organisations companies, okay? So the first one showing up is Rotary International, who I'm following already. The keyword Rotary will lead you to some engineering <laughs> thing. Rotary, some sort of machine. <laughs> but the Rotary Club of Elizabeth Key has shown up, which is a great one. So they have set up their own page. They've got a, a cover sheet. And they're sharing updates. So you can see that they're, you know, writing descriptions and sharing links and videos. So this is a, a fantastic example of a, a club that's doing social media really well. So then if you were going to set up a new organisation. So this is one that for a different organisation that I'd set up. So this is what the admin view looks like. So you can put in hashtags that are relevant to your organisation. You can add a cover image. This profile is actually not set up very completely because we have another main one that is the main one that we use. This is sort of a more of a holding pattern. But again, you know, it has some updates on it. You can get analytics of how many people have visited your page, followers and so forth. You know, it gives you content suggestions. And, you know, you can look at your activity. You've got admin tools. You can invite your existing connections to engage with the page. Like most social media platforms, you can pay to have an update spread further than your network. You can post a job. So that would be a really great way of posting volunteer roles. You know, if your club is looking for a specific skill, you know, you're looking for a new marketing person or, you know, a new treasurer. <laughs> you could post that as a job. So, yeah, the, if, if you do have your own unique URL and email, so someone else I think asked if it would work with a Gmail. Unfortunately not. You need to have an actual, you know, .org.au or .org, whatever you know, unique club email address, then you can set up a page like this. One thing that we do tend to take for granted, and I pay tribute to your skills as a wordsmith and as someone who is great at connecting with people, but not everyone 
in our Rotary community, in our global Rotary community, is as confident or as skillful as you are. Mm. And sometimes they might do the search, find the people that they might like to contact, and then be left, having found a person, not being confident about how to make the approach. I wonder, could you spend a moment perhaps sharing some of the some of examples of the way you might seek to break the ice when you're contacting mm. someone that you don't know who you reckon might be a good fit for your Rotary Club. Could you could you do that for us, please? Sure. I can probably just trying to think if in my messages, you know, I, I do have some examples of genuine messages that I've sent. So the other day I watched the speech of a young man who is from Chicago. He spoke at the 2018 Rotary International Convention and that speech was recorded. So I watched it just a couple of days ago. And, you know, his field of expertise is in social change in, in relation to African-American people and other people of colour who are experiencing obviously some very difficult times right now so I just wrote him a little message saying I just watched your speech I'm thinking of you in these troubled times please stay safe and he's you know wrote back and said that you know he really appreciated that message and you know it may be not likely that we would you know meet anytime soon you know I didn't have any particular agenda for contacting him other than that you know I think he's an inspirational person and I want to learn more about him so but you know it could be with the zoom world that perhaps I can invite him to talk for our club you know because <laughs> you can you know invite a speaker from anywhere now but yeah just just starting with there then uh, these are sort of more work examples trying to think of another virtue one that I've done recently so often when you do join an event or you know you hear someone speak that's a really good opportunity to connect with people so recently I joined a non-profit conversation that was held by another organization and I just sent the organizers a little message saying you know hi Anna thanks for a great event and, you know, she was quite happy to connect with me just on that basis, even though we were in a Zoom room with lots of people and, you know, we didn't really have a direct chat. Um, it gives me a chance to keep that connection going. And I did that with, you know, some of the other people that were in that, that room that night as well. Because of my work, I'm often connecting with, you know, alumni of um, the organisation. This is a message to, you know, a a colleague you know who I know quite well so the message was really simple someone actually you know reached out to me you know so again he did a you know a good job of it because you know he thought about the sorts of things that I'd be interested in and it's really just putting a bit of thought into it you know this is a message that I sent to a colleague who worked in my organization before I started so we never actually met in person but she's in the non-profit sector you know in a different role now which is quite an interesting one you know for the future so you know I just sent a little message saying you know hope you're going well I see your name often in our records you know <laughs> thanks for the work that you're doing 
it's really just you know thinking about the other person and um treating them how you'd like to be treated you know offering support you know this is a message to another non-profit organization that was you know having a campaign so you know i just reached out to them to say well done just trying to think i'll just search for rotary to see if i can find some more rotary examples so this was a person who had registered for an event and you know he when i was looking at his profile you know i noticed that he'd had some involvement in rotary in the past so you know i just asked him if he'd had an opportunity to connect with rotary in perth and so you know we started a conversation from there you know and this is from you know a conversation with a person who you know was doing some work in mental health so I offered to help him connect with people in, in Rotary that, you know, could, could help him out with those projects. So, you know, we had quite a long back and forth there. So hopefully that gives some, some context. But a lot of it is also just practice. I think the more that you do it, the braver you get. <laughs> you know, and, and it doesn't always work. You know, there's some people that I send a message to that, either doesn't get read or, you know, maybe it wasn't the right message for that person and that's okay. You know, it's always obviously up to the individual whether they choose to engage with you or not. But I th like anything, if you are a little bit brave, and the worst thing that can happen is that they can ignore you, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I don't, I don't think that that's, um, you know, a great, um, a great thing to lose. So. With people working from home due to the pandemic, video conferencing, Zoom and a bunch of other video tools has jumped enormously. How, how has that change reflected in LinkedIn? Has it, have you seen any, any changes in the way LinkedIn is being used? I think that people sharing video more as opposed to more statically. So obviously in it, in a corporate environment, those would be fairly pre-prepared, you know, quite slick videos. But they are starting to enable some people to do more live updates. But I believe that it's only being offered to people who have an established reputation as a thought leader on LinkedIn. So people who are, you know, professional speakers or consultants that are seen to be very engaged in the platform, who've written a lot of articles, you know, that they can either be offered or, or apply for, you know, a greater level of functionality. And I think LinkedIn does vet those people to a certain extent because I guess they want to avoid the risks of people, for example, making inflammatory statements or sharing content that might not be appropriate for the platform. So they do have some controls on that. But I think that, you know, you can share videos that you've created and, um, you know, like any content, it gets moderated to a certain extent. 
you know, there's community guidelines like any platform. But you can also, if, if you do find content that's not appropriate, you can report it and that sort of thing. So, but obviously uh, video, you know, is, is an important tool. I probably don't share video very much myself, but I do like to share videos created by others, you know, because, you know, if there's something that, you know, particularly UWA, you know, creates a lot of nice things that I can share because that's my work. But if I had more Rochi videos as well, you know, I would follow the Rochi International platform for those and share them from there. Amanda went from Rotary Melbourne did a fantastic presentation on attracting young people to Rotary and her point related exactly to what you just mentioned there, Kate, that one of the things that younger people are looking for is opportunities to develop the soft skills that come with life experience and and practical opportunities. So as part of a Rotary Club's social networking presence as well as doing as well as telling good stories about what the club is doing if a club focused for example on getting its particularly recently retired people with very relevant skills in that area and actually focused on getting those people to write concise descriptions of the the things that they had done where they would be willing to help uh, say to help younger people in their organisation, that those clubs could use that as a as a marketing tool. Would that be reasonable? Yeah. And I also think that there's lots of great opportunities for Rotarians to be involved with mentoring programs that exist that are set up by other organisations. So all universities will have, you know, some kind of mentoring program that people in the community can volunteer for you know, probably TAFE colleges and similar might might have similar kinds of programs. You know, if you're a professional, you know, and you have an industry organisation, quite often those organisations will run mentoring programs. So there's lots of great avenues to, you know, join a program that's already set up, but to communicate the fact that you're, you are a Rotarian and you do do community work as part of that relationship you know, and encourage young people to see volunteering as a way of developing their skills as well. You know, also for road directors, you know, often we may find it, you know, we often, you know, volunteer side by side, but we might not also be asking the road directors enough questions about their professional goals and, you know, what they want, you know, in their future career. And do we know someone in the Rochi network that could help them? Because one of the most valuable people valuable things that you can offer someone is introductions. So, for example, you know, if you are doing a search, you know, for people in your area and you come across, uh, you know, a person who's an engineering student, for example, and in your club you know that you have, you know, three senior engineers, even if you're in a different field, you know, when you connect with that young person, you could say, hey, you know, I noticed that you're living in our community, you know, some of our volunteers are quite experienced engineers. Would you be interested in meeting them? And, you know, that's a really great way to open up a conversation as well. The Rotarians on Social Networks Fellowship. I am a member of that fellowship. I'm actually the current chair as well um, for my sins. 
So, yeah, very, very happy to have you all as members. It's very easy to join. You just find our groups and, you know, it'll uh, ask some questions when you join. If you're joining the LinkedIn group, make sure that you, you know, spruced up your profile first because one of the things that I look at when you're joining the LinkedIn group is that you've clearly identified that you're a Rotarian and, you know, put your club details on there so that it just helps me to cross-check that you are who you say you are. Yeah, and, um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a really fantastic tool for growing connections. So, you know, I do encourage you to, you know, have a go. And also, please, you know, when you have updated your profile, do send me a connection request. You know, personalise it, say, you know, <laughs> I loved your presentation. Flattery <laughs> 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 always gets you everywhere. <laughs> and... You know, because if you if you if you are sending a, a message to someone that you have only um, met briefly, always remind them where you met. You know, it, when we're allowed back to a world where we can freely network again, if you do meet someone in person, that's one of the things that I religiously do. If I meet someone, if I get their, you know, their card or I hear them speak, and you know, they're someone that I think, you know, we would have, you know, be a kindred spirit. I send them a message and say, you know, I met you here or I heard you speak here, you know, can we connect? And, you know, that works on Zoom meetings as well. So, yeah, do, do take advantage of that opportunity too. You want to know where we're from? Yeah, yeah. I'm from Tassie. I'm freezing at the moment. It's minus three here this morning. <laughs> Thank you for that. That was excellent. No worries. Yeah, Kate, I'm, I'm from um, Queensland. It's not as cold as Michael is. <laughs> no, Patrice. My, oh, my brother's God. in um, Burley Heads. Oh, okay. Well, I'm on the Sunshine Coast. Okay. Yeah. No, great presentation. Great Thank you. Yeah. And well done, Bonnie, Kate. you're in Canada? Yep. I, I saw this post this morning. I don't know where I caught it, but I was like, okay, I planned my whole day around this workshop because uh, I, like I said, freshening up my LinkedIn profile is something I need to do. You didn't mention now that LinkedIn allows you to change your banner. Oh, yes. And that's brand, that's brand new. You couldn't yeah. do that before. Yeah, no, you can put a picture up the top, which. In, you know, is helpful. I probably would, the university where I work has got some quite beautiful scenes. I'll probably choose one of those photos when I get around to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I just took your piece of advice and added Rotarian to the top. Yeah. So actually I have a neat story and that is I'm in private practice and the client that I had that was the best client was she was looking for somebody to solve a problem. And when she saw my profile, Rotarian, she went that extra effort to find me. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was, it was cool. The, the client came from out of the, like was in the city, but the person was out of the city. So yeah. that was a good idea, putting Rotarian up there. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. And, you know, I think that, you know, we, we all have value and it's just a matter of, of communicating that. And, you know, if we show that we're a person of trust, 
then people are more likely to be happy to connect with us and, you know, respond to requests for help or, you know, but also or always have the other person's interests in mind. Four-way test. Mm, yeah. Four-way it goes test. Along, it goes a long way. <laughs> Hi, Faye. Oh, how are you? It's so lovely. Yeah. And I remember doing Facebook with you years ago. Yeah. It's fabulous. And and here we are doing LinkedIn. But it was amazing, absolutely amazing. So thank you. And yeah, I love you on Facebook. Thanks for staying in contact. Yeah, yeah. No, Would you guys true. mind if I ask another couple questions? Yeah, sure. Okay, so one is, is this a special meeting or a club meeting um so caro is the mastermind of what we call membership voice and i'll let caro explain more about that yeah membership voice is a a rotary cause that's about building clubs developing membership specialists and we do that by identifying subject matter experts like Kate and sharing this, sharing stories, uh, developing webinars like this, run a Facebook page as well. So yeah, it, these are, these are regular things. For example, Patrice is on next Sunday at, at, the, at about the same time. Actually it's two hours, actually it's two hours early. Two hours, it's 10, yeah. 10 o'clock uh, Queensland time, which is two hours. No. No, it's it's no, it's twelve o'clock Queensland time and ten o'clock oh. your time. All right. Is not. Oh, that's all right. It was Les's 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 thing last week was <laughs> eight and ten. It's all right. No. Well, I mean, mind you, whatever time you want, but that's uh, no, no. today. Yeah. yeah. No, that's right. We we made it. We made it ten, twelve, and two o'clock in New Zealand. Oh, yeah, right. So so there is another one on next Sunday, which is Patrice's story as an incoming district governor and reflecting on personal perspectives on things to do with membership specialists and all sorts of stuff like that. So it will be a fascinating story, and I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Patrice, I'll have to come and watch it. Oh, dear. <laughs> I am expecting a bit of a crowd for that. Send me something, because this is perfect. The, the topic is extremely relevant. I'm, this, I'm incoming membership chair, ah. and so... Because I'm home because of COVID, I'm having a ton of fun jumping around the world. <laughs> right, would you like? <laughs> would you like to go on our mailing list? Oh, Finally absolutely. Okay, done. No worries. Ab uh, absolutely, positively. I, I, uh, I, I find the millennials really love this global piece. Hmm. So I think yeah. that knowing how to pitch this global piece to them might be another added benefit of Rotary. There yeah. are some, some incredible stories that have been done. The one, I'm, the one I made reference to earlier on, which was present, a presentation by Amanda Went to the International Assembly, I think it was, on this issue of uh, mm. what attracts millennials to Rotary because she just destroyed this argument that Rotary clubs can't attract young people because of the age of the current members by pointing out that it's exactly those people who, can, who have some invaluable things to share that young people are actually looking for. But what we tend to do is ignore those opportunities and focus instead on being a kind of a 
a cut down probus club, sort of you know, sort of older people socialising rather than that opportunity for experience and skill transfers. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's fantastic. This, this topic, how to build your LinkedIn profile. This is this is yeah. this is the topic. Yeah. This this is the topic that that I'm working on a kind of a handout for all the things that Rotary can teach you that have nothing to do with Rotary. Yeah. <laughs> so, like the, the new, uh, I don't want to take you guys away and dominate this meeting, but the new Toastmaster modules mm-hmm. and some other modules and sort of thing like, you know, we've got to present our value. Like, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, we had one the other day, um, which was on one of the rooks, which is, the organisation in Australia that basically manages tax deductibility for Rotary projects, it, it enables it. And we had a, had a presentation rather than it being about why people should support Rorks, it was about how clubs could use Rorks to, to build their membership, could actually use it as, a, as part of their sales pitch. And there's a, if you look at every Rotary course, like Shelterbox and you know, even Polio Plus and all that sort of stuff, they've all... They all have value that we can use to attract people to Rotary. What we've got to get used to, though, is the idea that people might just want to be with Rotary for a fixed term, not yeah. sort of say, join yeah. up forever. Because this join up forever thing is suitable yeah. for some people, but for others, like <laughs> parents with kids going through a, a develop, youth development program or whatever, come and help us while that's happening. Great. And stuff like that. So... Yeah, there's, there's well, a load of opportunities out there. Okay. I talk about that in a different way. You might want to, I, I just did a thing. So you might not want, there's, we're calling them sustaining, no, what did I call them? Anyways, there's core members and then there's, it's that whole friends of Rotary. Mm-hmm. To have, so to have a database of, you know, 200 people that maybe were a member and left or said I can't join or don't have time yet, but you've got 200 people that you can call when you're doing a major project and back to LinkedIn, which is the topic. I mean, that's the way to build those 200 people. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. You know, I would, when I was in Randwick, which being a more geographically localised area of Sydney, I would use this, you know, geographic, keyword search for Randwick or, you know, some of the other words that were associated with that area, you know, quite a bit to sort of look for local business people or, you know, in that area. And I also used Google Maps. So on Google Maps, it would show the businesses that might be hidden, you know, so obviously you can see the kind of the immediate shop fronts, but you're not going to necessarily walk into a high-rise building and figure out, you know, what, what, uh, what businesses are there. And you also have a lot of home-based businesses. But when I used Google Maps and looked at, okay, well, what sort of businesses can I find in the streets that are surrounding where we meet? I found a painting business that was, you know, probably wouldn't have come up on any search because it's kind of like a home-based business, you know, because obviously he just organises his painters and out they go. And so I sent him a message and, he came along to a meeting and then he stayed on the mailing list for about six months. And then all of a sudden he turned up ready to join, you know, I had another 
person who, again, I put them on my mailing list, you know, kept on sending them updates about the club and what was happening. And again, he turned up a year later and he was ready to join because I'd kept in touch with him. I hadn't harassed him or anything. I just kept him in the loop. And, you know, when he was ready, he came, he came to us. So I think all clubs having a, a community that is bigger than the club itself is really important. Yeah. I don't think it's really important. I think it's essential. Yeah. I think yeah. we've moved beyond really community. important to we can't get by without of us. On, on your side of the word in world, have you guys heard of any Michael Caruso stuff? Well, Chris, so the name is familiar, but mental blame. Oh, he's one of the <laughs> he's one of the rotary gurus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, so since I have all this time, I think because I'm of COVID, him on Facebook, yeah. He talks about we need to track the number of, of visitors to our our events and our clubs, mm. and I think that it's to me it sounds brilliant because you know we need to have things that we're reaching more people than our than our own. Right. Yeah. Now LinkedIn is a really fabulous way of taking staying in touch with someone that you've only met once. You know, normally you might get a business card and it'll sit, you know, in, in your you know desk drawer and never come out again. But if you connect with that person straight away through LinkedIn, you have an opportunity to keep a conversation going. And then if you if you suddenly think, oh, there was a person I met, you know at this event who has this knowledge or knows this person and, you know, how do I find him again? You can use LinkedIn to, you know, if you've made that effort to connect with them, you can find them again and say, hey, you remember when we met, you know, I, I actually, you know, have something that I'm hoping you can help me with. And uh -huh. because you made that effort to reach out to them, they're more likely to be receptive to that request than if you just pulled a business card out of the drawer and called them out of the blue again because they would have forgotten, you know, yeah. and so forth. The other thing I was going to mention is that Kero has a really wonderful library of past presentations from Membership Voice, which mm. I think, are they all up on the Membership Voice Facebook page? Or, they are, um, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So on the Membership Voice. Like, I'm very excited about that. I yeah. Said. Yeah. <laughs> on the that is... I'm going to go back to making a living and then I won't be able to, but <laughs> I'd, rather look at, I'd rather look at rotary stuff than yeah. I would look at look at watching TV. TV. <laughs> Is anybody else other than me excited about going to the convention? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I'm doing a Holy breakout pump. session for the convention on um, inclusion of people with young families, you know, parents yes. and children, you know, you know, in Rotary. We're doing a breakout session on, on that topic. That'll happen in July. Well, just great. <laughs> great. You're amazing. Yeah. I've been hooked. I've been I've been uh, recruited by the, the the RI membership team to be a panelist on one of their uh, convention things too for some Ooh. reason. So Excellent. yeah. Well done. It's really interesting because this is Saturday night for me, but you guys are doing rotary on Sunday? Yeah. Uh, isn't it seven days a week? I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is for incoming district governors, Patrice. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But wouldn't have any other way. My, my husband has taken the children on a, on a bunny's mission, so I've got a, a rare 
hour of peace. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for giving us your time then, Kate. It was a very good presentation. I'm really it's disappointed good. that we can't set up a club page with a Gmail account. Okay. Yeah, well, but it's it's not too difficult to get an alt.au. But and as I said, um, you you know the the default is to just link yourself to Roche International, which you know is, is easy to do as well. But yeah, if you if you can, the part the the only challenge is that if you do go to the effort of setting up a a club page on LinkedIn, you obviously have to commit to keeping it updated, <laughs> which is. I'd say a minimum of once a week you would need to post something. Otherwise, people would think that the organisation has gone to sleep, you know, which is can be can be a challenge um, for, you know, because obviously we're all mm. volunteers. We have that trouble with our Facebook page. Yeah. Same yes. problem. And it, I think a lot of it also is, you know, driven by how active your club is. You know, if you're the type of club that is out in the community doing service projects, you know, and you have a lot of those opportunities to create people of action type images or small videos or so forth. You know, you, you have a lot more stories to tell. You know, if you're a club that more tends to, you know, be more of a checkbook club, it, it is harder to create the content. But you can then also use, you know, telling the stories of your beneficiaries is, is an alternative to that. So, you know, when your club does make a decision to support a certain cause, you know, telling the story of that cause, linking to oh, yeah. the page of the, the organisation that you're partnering with and, you know, sharing their pictures and so forth, you know, so there's ways to create content, you know, depending on your activity. Mm, great one. Thank you. All right. Magic. Thanks, Thanks again, Kate. Very good. Yeah, and look forward to getting a request from you all. It's nice okay. to meet you, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Kate. Okay, so you're sending me something for this members thing, or where should I Google it on Facebook? I'll send you something. I'll have okay, your email address. You. I'll I gave you my email in, in the chat. Did you catch it? Yeah. Yeah, I've got it in your registration anyway. Oh, yes, you Thank do. You. Okay. I mean, yeah. this is all, this, all this new Zoom is all new to me. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you. I wish you health and happiness, everybody. Yeah. Be safe. Thank you. You too, Bonnie. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye.